Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hi, welcome back to Faith Love Sisters while we're talking about Ruth. Um, today we're talking about post death Ruth, no, post widowed how about we say this widowed ruth or naomi naomi Mm -hmm. all three of them yeah um, have been widowed and kind of what that looks like for them and what this leads to for their futures because remember they don't have anybody to take care of them Um, naomi's in a foreign country uh ruth and orpa is it orpa or orpa 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 um I always read it Oprah, but anyway, that's, just, that's what my brain. It's hard. <laughs> it right to, yeah. yeah. Right. So all the ladies are now widows and um, they're going, what are we going to do? And this is when decisions start to get made. So we're going to um, address that and we're going to read through Ruth one and we're going to go six through 15, which is longer than we usually like to read, but there's just so much meat and discussion in this passage that we just felt like we needed to tackle it all today. So, Terry. Okay, starting in verse 6. When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, she and her daughter-in-law prepared to return home from from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they wept aloud and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. At this, they wept aloud again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. Okay, that's a lot to process. Um, But that just speaks very clearly about the relationship that Ruth and her daughters-in-law had. Yeah. I mean, she had to have loved those girls like they were her very own children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody brought up, Terry, I think you said earlier, like obviously they intended to go back to begin with and then something shifted and she said, no, you need to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because they what. were all packed and ready yeah, to go. They were all packed mm-hmm. and on the road, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But then but they was only a- said to her daughters. A hard journey, not an easy journey, we find out. So maybe as they traveled, Naomi started to think about it, and she thought, you know, this is too much. 
Um, and maybe she just started thinking also, how am I going to take care of these two girls? Of these girls. Yeah. And actually, they both have families to return to. We find mm-hmm. that um, both of um, Ruth's parents are both alive. And um, Orpa doesn't say anything about her father, but it says return to your mother's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they do have a family to go back to. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe she just thought, you know what? I love them. I wanted to take them with me. Yeah. But... It's just not going to work out. It'll be better for them to just go yeah. home. Yeah. And that's true love, right? To sacrifice her own comfort for the good of her daughter-in-law. She had no idea what she was going back to. Yeah. She had left her people and gone and lived in Moab. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not even accept her when she gets back. I think, and this is just what I think, is I think that it, some point she realized because she knows that the famine is over because the Lord has saved her people from that famine by providing food. Right. Mm -hmm. Which, so knowing what we know from like Deuteronomy, that we know that once the people have humbled themselves and turned back to the Lord and in judges turned back to the Lord, then God is with them. And those people are following in his ways. But he has very very clearly said to them, do not align yourselves with the Moabites. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wonder, as they're going along, does this occur to her like, oh, my goodness, I'm going back to these people who have turned back to the Lord and I'm bringing Moabites with me. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is going to be tough anyway. And I'm just stacking my cards against myself. Yeah. Good and point. what kind of life for the girls? If they're right. taken into an environment where they're despised, mm-hmm. um, she yeah. probably figures, well, then what kind of life would that be for them? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, she, yeah. she does say some things that to us are a little bit strange. You know, she says, what, are you going to wait until I have more kids for you to marry? I mean, we think about that and it's kind of like, ew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But culturally, that's what happened. There was this familial responsibility. Yeah, God had instituted a way for no one's family line to die out. So if your husband died and he had a brother, the brother was supposed to marry you, and you didn't have any children. The brother was supposed to marry you and give you children for his brother's legacy. Um, So that seems really weird to us. but. But the firstborn son of that man would have the father's name. So that his name wouldn't be blotted out from Israel. Yeah. Uh, So. (laughs) I know that seems really weird. (laughs) So counterintuitive to, you know, what we think of now. But then that other, the second, the second husband, I guess it would be, of the widow would then be able to have his own family so that his own lineage could continue on. Yeah. Not just his brother's. Crazy times. <laughs> right. But Naomi's like, both of my sons are gone. There's no one for you. I'm too yeah. old to have more kids. And really, are you going to wait for another 20 years? So right. go back to your people because this is, I, I, this is no life for you that's coming up. Yeah. So it's really a courageous choice um, on Ruth's part. Um, although I'm giving away the next part of the mystery. <laughs> But but Ruth was really committed to staying with Naomi, and that's that is the next part. But these are big decisions that were going on in there. Um, they they use the word um, manuka. 
I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, M-E-N-U-C-H-A-H. And it's it's in the Book of Ruth for Marriage. This is just a comment by Margaret Hess. Um, is used that word meaning rest. Um, it implies deep peace, protection, harmony, um, person in the right relation to each other. It's also used in scripture to mean the rest that God offers his people in the promised land. Jehovah himself is the, is the menuchach of his people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just as I'm thinking about this, I'm sure Naomi had that with them, that right relation, that peace, that rest. But she also wanted what was best for them. Right. And yeah, she, she wanted them to have you know, husbands again and children yeah. and families of their own. Which, which would then provide rest and a place for them to be. Yeah. You know, that's what she was wanting for them. And she's calling those blessings out in the name of the Lord, too. She mm-hmm. says, may the yeah. Lord provide this for you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is an example of how she has obviously clung to her own faith. Mm-hmm. Um, that she has been in Moab for, what, 10 plus years? Because yeah. we don't know how long they were there before Elimelech died. So it's... Mm-hmm. 10 plus years that she's been there and she's going back to that, but she has shared and loved these women with that kind of faith, mm-hmm. um, which speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's interesting. Just even as I was reading that and thinking about it, it's like she didn't have rest in Moab. Mm-mm. She didn't. Mm-hmm. She knew she was in a country she shouldn't be in. She had all those losses Mm-hmm. Right now, good things could come out of that. Her love for um, her daughters, but um, I I wonder if Naomi's really searching for that rest and that peace, and she knows it's back with God in His territory. And here's another piece. A lot of times we can look at things from Scripture. Um, gosh, territorially, it's like go back to your home, go back to Israel. And but for us, when we look at it in ours in the in the New Testament, it's like go back to Christ. That's where you belong. That's your territory. Um, we can look at a lot of stories in the Bible. We got to be careful because some promises were given just to the Israelites and not to us. And and just discerning it, but you can kind of see this movement when you're in a place where you don't have rest. She did not have peace. She was not in right relationship with God. I think. I think there was. She was trying, but it wasn't complete in, to where she would have rest, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'm, I'm really thinking of the completeness of it, too. Um, she had good things. She had wonderful daughters. She probably had a wonderful family. But underneath, I don't know that she had that rest. Well, she didn't have community. And all of us know how important it is to be in community with other like-minded believers. I mean, that's, that builds our faith to be together and to, to talk about the things of God. She didn't really have much opportunity for that outside of her family. Right. right. Um, and even like right now, not being able to, to go to church and mm-hmm. fellowship as a body, I've really missed that. I know Dan and I, you know, my husband and I both have felt a loss um, and that things are just not quite right. It doesn't mean that we aren't praying and we're watching online and we're certainly doing the best we can, but it's still different not to be in fellowship with other believers. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure Naomi felt that as well. Um, It's harder. It's just harder when you don't have people encouraging you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she's seeking that fellowship. She Mm -hmm. is seeing, that's like for us, we move to that community. We go to church. So we're part of that. That's our move. Mm -hmm. Um, 
yeah. It's yes. just, now I'm just. She's lost her husband and her sons. Her community has shrunk down to two Moabite women. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the, the natural tendency would, would be, I, I've got to go back. Mm-hmm. I've got to go back to people who believe like I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I need a different environment. At the very least, I'm going to set my relationship with God. Make yeah. that correct. Yeah. Rather than struggle in this foreign land, it's just like, mm-hmm. this is enough. Enough of this. And I, I just think a lot of us, I know I'll speak for me. There's times I'm like, I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I know it. And it runs under everything. And there could be a lot of happiness. There could be a lot of fun. But if I know I'm not supposed to be in there, I need to step away and go back. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard decision. There's a lot that goes into it. But I think at the end of it, there's this undergirding rest, this undergirding Mm -hmm. peace. This was the right decision. This is where I belong. This is what I'm supposed to do. And then you're trusting God. You know, I, I don't know. I wonder if she could have gone to the families, maybe Ruth's family or something like that, and they would have taken her in. They probably had good relationships, but it just would have never been right. Mm-mm. I mean, especially not if they're practicing their their pagan, right. their pagan rituals religion. at that home. Yeah. Yeah, good point. She would not be happy there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Naomi very clearly says, you're, in verse 15, she says to Ruth, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's not been this conversion for others. It, it's, it's still on Naomi um, that this is not something that has, has happened, that, that return to the Lord has not happened there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's, that's tough to know. I mean, don't you think she got to the point of like, what is there left for me here? Mm-hmm. Even though I am, I'm, I'm going to return back to my hometown, probably in some shame because she bailed. Really, you know, so they're like, "Oh, times are tough. Mm-hmm. We're out. Yeah, we're out. Mm-hmm. You get when things yeah. are better." Right. Um, you know. So <laughs> yeah, um, I would think she's probably returning with a little bit of shame too. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that tomorrow. All right. Okay. Well, Rosemary, d- did somebody have a thought? Yeah, I have one more thought. You heard a intake of breath, didn't you? There? I did. Yeah. I just keep thinking of all the times that I've been in situations where I've tried to make them work out. Mm-hmm. And and it get, I get tired. Mm-hmm. It gets yeah. exhausting. And it feels crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like this, this um, underlying, like, Oh no, how's this going to work out? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to take care of all this focus on me fixing it and making it better? Mm-hmm. It's just exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. So. so how do you work through that? Um, well, here's the thing. It's like, what's really been going through my mind lately is like, hey, you know what? This is sin. Treat it as such. This isn't just a bad habit. This isn't just something that you're doing now because of COVID. It's a, it's a sin. And so look at it as sin. Turn and repent. Say, God, you know, God's always there. God never left Israel. <laughs> yeah. God never left the, the, um, right. the people of Israel. He, he was always there. And, it's, and that's the same thing for us. Jesus is always, always there. Mm-hmm. So my immediate thing is turn to God. 
He's the one. And it's not about so much fixing that out there. It's about fixing me inside and me in here in my territory, making it right. And I know when I've done it, I have that rest. That's the part that comes in. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm in right relationship with God, and then everything can just rest. And it's that peace. Yeah. That's kind of beyond understanding, but um, when you, you're right with Him, you do have peace, yeah. and you can rest. For yeah. sure. And that's the peace I see with Naomi. She must have been so exhausted in trying to make everything happen. So Good I'm just going to turn, repent, I'm going back home mm-hmm. where I belong, because you know what? I may not have food. I may not have a house. I may not have anything. I'm going to have right relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I'll have that peace. Good. We have that opportunity in Christ all the time. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you um, want to pray for us about that, Rosemary, while yes. we're finishing up for the day? Sounds great. Great. Holy Lord, we just, um, we thank you for Benuchach. Lord, we just... Uh, We thank you for that opportunity to rest in you, that we can find that peace in you, Lord. And we just pray for a right relationship to you, God. So if we're in a territory, Lord, that we are not sure we're supposed to be in, if we make that decision, Lord, if we can just turn to you, God, and just come into your territory, come into the place where you want us to be, Lord. Um, We ask your blessing on everyone listening to this, Lord. We ask that you quicken their spirit, God. We ask that they... um, that you help them um, see you, Lord. And then they remember, God, that you are there for them. You have never left, God. You, you've never gone into um, that country. You don't need to do that. You're God, you're steadfast, you're faithful, and you love them, Lord. So we just ask that if anybody's struggling, that they turn to you and get that right relationship with you and get that peace that you offer them. We just praise you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>